0: Going back to the Old Faithfuls, a couple left. All right. Don't know what they
1: are. (laughs) Delicious.
0: Yeah. I was pretty impressed with the uh,
1: Victor Sinclairs. So today, we got a Branch and Barrel Café Malay. Easy for you to say. coffee, (laughs) bourbon. <laughs> Made with Corvus Coffee. Ooh, limited release. Handcrafted in Colorado. Signed by the Master Distiller. Bottle 128 45 of 90. Alright. Mm-hmm. Once again, a beautiful description and friendly sayings of itself on the back. But I'm not gonna read. But I'm sure it's gonna be delicious. Well, that's beautiful.
0: Ooh, very nice.
1: A little corked top. No, no, it's a glass top. Oh, fancy! Heck, what'd you pay for that? Sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. Just over, just under, something like that.
0: Might have to get another box of these. Yeah. The Victor Sinclair's double shot Connecticut wrap.
1: I guess I should probably cut it.
0: Might help for a uh, inexpensive cigar. It is very tasty pulled them out of the humidor at 67 percent it's hard to get to that around 70 percent humidity up here got three different humidifiers in the humidor it's only a 50 cigar box with three humidifiers, and I can barely keep it at 67, 68.
1: <laughs> well, if you want to try something that really works, with what uh my wife did, just a wet sponge, mm-hmm. squeeze it out till it nothing else comes out, and uh, um to where you know it feels damp, but there's no liquid coming out of it and then just oh, okay, it right, right. cover it with like a she just put an old tupperware lid on over it mm-hmm. and this is just the bottom of a mason jar yes. and i figured mason out jar humidor <clears throat> i figured out that that one cigar i was talking about that felt really tightly wrapped i think it was actually just too humid because there's actually you can feel the humidity in the jar so i mm-hmm. left it open for i don't know 15-20 minutes to try and let some of that out Sealed it back up and go back. I think because the second one I smoked out of there was really tight too, and I'm mm. like, eh, there's no way they're completely different. Oh, this yeah. one was like a, a ten or eleven dollar stick that she got me. So nice. I'll have to I'll have to try that. Check on the next one and see if it. I think it's just too humid in there. Mm. Yeah. I got to get a little. Yep. Thingy that tells me hygrometer
0: trying to pull the word for it i think it's a hygrometer
1: yes yes that's close to what i said Humidometer is H- what i was going for. Humidometer. Humidometer. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it really is we'll link in the description
0: <laughs>
1: go back and listen to it like oh geez what the heck <laughs> oh the other night uh amateur when i was cutting my hair i like to put something on to listen to So I put on our episode five, which is our only one posted on YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I was listening to it and I'm like, holy crap. And then I thought about when I went through and our last couple ones that I've been editing, I'm like, we've been talking about the same things, not the exact same things Mm -hmm. over and over, but really similar things that I like our last episode, we were talking about mountain path. And I thought that was yeah. the first time we went into like a more detailed description. And it's yeah. like at least the second or third. Went, oh, well, right. Now that I can edit things, I'll have to pay more <laughs> attention. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm leaving something out that mm-hmm. turns out we've already said. Right. But yeah. that's okay. Because I just re-listened to a book that I've already read and, and listened to. And I'm listening to it. How, I was like, how did I miss all of this? Mm-hmm. Completely. Right.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking the other day, too. We hit similar things like the mountain path, um, OODA loop, and thermodynamics, and all these things. We hit them, but it's in a little bit different context mm-hmm. in the discussion every time. My gosh, that wind just completely died. (laughs) Now it feels like summer. (laughs) Yes, it does. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Well, it's funny because on my way over here, I was thinking of all the things I've been thinking about this week and listening to. And the book being from John Maxwell, the 15, I think it's uh, Invaluable Laws of Growth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I remember the first time I read it because at the end of the chapters he asked questions. And it's like, if you've answered yes or true to any more, you know, more than this or these, then you need to do this. Or, you know, I suggest you doing this. And then there's write down this stuff and write down that stuff. Now, I remember when I was, I read through half of it and I just didn't have time with the other things I wanted to be reading. So then I got it on Audible and listened to it. Um, but remembering when i first went through it oh this is not stupid but i'm not going to do that i'm not going to write those things down i'm you know whatever it's like a workbook i wasn't looking for a workbook i was just looking for knowledge i guess And then this time uh this last week built a deck and i was staining it eight hours straight i didn't take a break (laughs) because <laughs> after about six, my back was threatening to lock up on me, and I knew if I paused at all, it was going <laughs> to. So, yeah. You know, I think that the only break you could consider I took was when I went and got a new can of stain because I ran out. Mm-hmm. And so I just, and in the beginning, I was listening to like some meditation mixes I have, which when I was listening to them, I'm like, how can you even meditate to this? It's this like weird sci-fi music <laughs> so yeah, some of them are like this is too yeah I have to reevaluate much. that playlist but, yep. so then I put on uh, John Maxwell and finished the entire book that between that day and then like three hours the next day, four hours the next day uh, all just by myself staining a deck mm. and yep. I was just baffled at how much I missed mm. to the point Nick of crazy. some of the stuff that if I would have actually heard it the first time I may have avoided some stupidity in the moment. <laughs> yeah, you know, months ago, mm-hmm. I'm like where the heck was I? You know, yeah,
0: yeah. A couple of years ago, it was a year and a half ago, whatever. Last year, um, I was going to try to do a, like a book a week. You know, forty to fifty books in the year and all that. Which I don't remember how many I did, but quite a few. But now it's that same thought. It's like, okay, I'm burning through these too quick. Yeah. I need to devour them. Because mm-hmm. that same thing, I'd go back over just a couple of them, skim back. It's like, oh, geez, I've already forgotten all this. Clearly haven't processed it. Yeah. Uh, now I just want to really soak in something for a while until it changes my life. Yeah. My habits, my something, make it useful. Yep.
1: Oh, you want to hear something funny? Please. As a testament (laughs) to how bad of a Christian I am? (laughs) (laughs) No joke. Because I've never thought about it or even cared to consider it. I was, you know, in the Word or, you know, in Scripture this morning... And kind of just not being like, what are we going to talk about? But it's like, you know, dad, what do you want me Mm -hmm. to talk about today? And something that I was listening after I finished John Maxwell's book, I went on to uh, re-listen to, I've read Culture of Honor by Danny Silk twice, Mm -hmm. but I have it again on audio. So I went and started listening to it because I still had a couple hours of work left. So I started digging into that. And, uh, he references second Samuel about King David. And so I'm like, Oh, I've, I, know I've read it, mm-hmm. but I don't remember anything about it. So I jumped in there read a little bit, jumped into Psalms, uh, cause I was like, all right, Lord, where else? And he took me to Psalms 36, 37. And I was like, okay, that's very relevant. That was nice. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I'm praying, thinking, and like we talked about, uh, I think off camera. About wanting to, you know, what did Jesus say after his resurrection? Hmm. What what were his words to his his followers, <clears throat> to his church? And so then I jump in, New Testament, end of John, or yeah, end of John, jump into Acts a little bit, and as I'm reading through, kind of just following the red letters, if you will, it goes to Paul or Saul. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is after the resurrection. Holy moly, he wasn't even there. I didn't, mm. it never even occurred to me to think if Paul was actually one of the 12. Oh, yeah. Because he wasn't. <laughs> right. He didn't He didn't have his right. moment until four to seven years, according to Google, <laughs> after the resurrection. Yeah. We kind of put him there sometimes, but he, yeah. And, I mean, in my head, I just never because I, I mean I haven't studied certain things out mm-hmm. really anything out. I kind of just go by the, all right, Dad, what are you talking to me today about?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it just I'm sitting there feeling like a complete imbecile. <laughs> 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 it's like oh, wow, and then it also makes sense. It's like he he's so fresh in it when he's coming back to the church. He's he's such a he's so new, newly caught uh, caught up with with Jesus and that relationship that he now has. No wonder he comes back and rebukes the church so much. Not mm. so much, but at all. Right. You know they should have been policing each other. Right. And obviously they either weren't mm. or it wasn't taking. And then he come, just comes in <laughs> like a hammer. <laughs> like what are y'all doing? Don't you know you, you know better? You were with them. And then that that takes me back to Thomas because I I read that right before I read, you know, in Acts when, you know, doubting Thomas, you know, Christ is Mm -hmm. like even, you know, um, (laughs) those who don't see and still believe, you know. And I'm like, well, no wonder Paul was hit so hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, aside from what he went through to get there, but and and how so radically the Father can change our hearts when we're truly seeking truth. Uh, wholeheartedly seeking truth. But yeah, was, that was a bad Christian moment. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, every every Christian out there is out there like, what are you, some kind of idiot? Why am I <laughs> listening to your podcast? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's on the internet, that's why. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. hmm. <laughs> that's funny. Well, anecdote. <laughs> going back to uh, the book, I was listening with John Maxwell, You know, part of one of his things was what what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Mm. And I'm like, man, that warmed my heart because that's that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Because this makes no sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But we know we're supposed to be doing it. Right. I absolutely enjoy doing it. Oh, heck yeah. You yeah, know. And, how could you not? I mean, look, look at this. Yeah. And between what I'm actually doing for work and then this, I'm just like, that is what I'd be doing because i enjoy doing it mm-hmm. and this is something i would probably would have never really done i don't think we would be nearly as far along as we are right now if what had transpired hadn't right right because we would have we mm-hmm. wouldn't have any time
0: yeah it's one of those you know we got all this theory of all things working out for our benefit but we like to put these disclaimers on it you know or or well, I screwed this up. So mm-hmm. either I screwed this up, so God's not going to turn this to my benefit, or somebody else missed the mark and screwed this up. So somehow that negates God turning all things around to our good. Mm-hmm. And it's like all the excuses for Romans eight twenty-eight why it shouldn't work. Yeah, but no, it works every time.
1: Well, I mean, I don't think if we've I don't think we've talked about this on... On camera, you know I sowed two seeds, and one was bad, and one was really good and I reaped them both on the same day. I reap destruction and blessing on the same day mm-hmm. like the morning that I got suspended and then ultimately date a couple of days later fired, the money we thought we were gonna have like thousands of dollars we thought we were gonna have to pay in taxes turns out we didn't have to pay any of it. And all that money we had been saving was now actually ours. It wasn't just saving to give for taxes. Yeah. So that was a huge thing. You know, um, There's another big family thing that was a huge, awesome thing. Um, so just two huge praise reports and then I get fired <laughs> or at least suspended that day. Yeah. And it was like, if I don't, I don't know if I would have been as at peace about okay well i'm probably not going to have a job if i didn't have a few extra thousand mm-hmm. dollars sitting in the bank sure to where it's like oh i don't even have to work mm-hmm. but it was funny because it's like no it because it, it's like what can i talk about you have know, questions <laughs> <laughs> questions i've been asked filter of, filter, filter you know what <laughs> how could you be doing this at the same time how could you be doing right. both of right. these things and it's like, well, I don't know.
0: <laughs> how can any of us do I mean when do we run in for in perfection in how we react with everyone and our thought life and everything yeah for you know how often do we run in that for more than five minutes yeah in a
1: stretch <laughs> you know well and and what was nice about it is it was a testament to other people's maturity i guess and the ones that reached out and were like hey man i love you i don't care you know this doesn't this doesn't change because the people that didn't i mean they're in a weird place yeah you know and that's okay Mm -hmm. and not them them but the way everything went down was weird right Right. and so it's like i don't blame judge condemn any of them Mm -hmm. be honest it doesn't really matter like we were talking about in the last episode doesn't really matter what you do doesn't really matter to me my walk's mine exactly Um, but it was just it was just funny when we talked about that of (laughs) you know sowing two completely different types of seeds and and reaping them at the same time reap them both you know you can be doing you can make some really poor choices and be making some really good choices at the same time those poor choices you're sowing seeds and you're going to reap harvests it doesn't, one doesn't negate the other necessarily. Exactly.
0: Right, right. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, because there's all different quality of seeds. Mm-hmm. But you're, that's very true. It doesn't uh, disqualify you for anything, any of us. We're sticking some weed seed down in. We know it's going to try to choke some other things out. We can still pull it up. Mm-hmm. We deal with it we walk through
1: it and keep rocking yep that was funny too in in that book uh john maxwell's quoting i believe a um, pastor and i forget the full context but he's like you know and everybody has their moment of stupid and he says it (laughs) like two or three times i'm like all right john i get it <laughs> <laughs> this is we're past that bud move along <laughs> but that was one of those moments of man if i'd have heard this the first time i heard this hmm wow i probably would have still been stupid i mean to be honest but might have given me a greater pause <laughs> <You're> Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, heck
0: hmm good to reflect on these things mm. thank you Hawk I like that sound
1: come sit on my knee
0: Yep. won't be long <laughs> that wasn't him
1: <laughs> that is him is it
0: yeah A it sparrow yeah or yeah. something
1: Of course, everybody's just listening and not watching. I'm like, what are these two idiots talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Look at that bald eagle.
0: (laughs) Not today. Maybe someday here. It just feels so good. But yeah, we've got to take a pause. I commend you the pause you're taking right now. (laughs) Not this minute, too, but just not going to go back to work full-time immediately take time to deal with some things and make sure life is right it's not all about work and it's certainly not about 40 plus hours a week I think more times than not that's just distraction or we create our lives in a way where we have to if I work anything less than that in my field, then, then I'm hemmed up with bills or not being able to keep up my lifestyle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Build in some flexibility. Oh, good. Now, just where when you need to take a pause, yeah, and we know if we're sensitive to it, we know when that is. That we're able to do it.
1: Well, and what's, that provision and that was what I was getting when I was um, you know talking to the father about it on the way here of, what do we talk about today and the only thing I was getting was my faithfulness and I'm like okay well I mean I could talk for hours about it what, how <laughs> he's been faithful in my life yeah likewise but jumping in right now because this just came to mind of so we built this deck well, the old deck was still—I mean, still had some good wood to it—but they just wanted to replace, um, replace it, and this, in another. And and uh, one of the homeowners, the uh, the wife, had talked to me, you know, when we started, when we did the front deck, and we talked about my boys and this, that, and another, and how uh, she's like, "Oh well, take take all the wood you want, you know. We need to get rid of it anyways, you know, mm. and build them a playhouse." I'm like, oh, "That's kind of fortuitous because." I was planning on doing that this spring yeah. and building them out <laughs> because they have a swing... or you know a they had an old play set that was kind of falling apart. We took the swing portion of it and already put that up, but there's still a slide and some monkey bars mm-hmm. but I need to build like a platform treehousey kind of thing that I want mm-hmm. to do. Well, almost all of that was provided in this job. Nice. Yep. So, you know, his provision didn't come through finances his provision came through the literal thing i needed which was wood which is stupid expensive right now right yeah you know i probably got a couple thousand dollars worth of used not all of it's usable most of it is i'm gonna have to put a little bit more work into it sanding it down Mm -hmm. cutting it down because some twisted you know warped portions but it's perfect for i'm not building a house i'm building a, right. know, a tree house and <laughs> kids aren't that fat so <laughs> you know just gotta has to hold me and we'll mm-hmm. be good but you know it's that provision that just came out of nowhere whereas mm-hmm. i could have had that provision at a that other job where i would have been paying being making a lot more money but I, I mean when would i have the time to build it right yeah whereas now i have all the time to do it mm-hmm. to the point where it's like okay well I'll, shoot I'm so close now I have every, almost everything I need I need to figure out what I need <laughs> still get it and then just yeah. just do it Yep. but that provision came from somewhere completely different than in where in my mind it would have you yeah. know finances it wasn't right. the finances to purchase the lumber it was the lumber itself mm-hmm. and that that pro- provision was on my path yeah you know and if I would yeah Been where I was, I Mm -hmm. would have still had provision, just in a different way. Yeah, I like this way better.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like a video game. You're walking the path around mountain, walking your journey, and there's a supply chest. Yeah, it's like cool. (laughs) Let's open this up. Ooh, look at (laughs) here.
1: By the way, since we haven't said it. This bourbon is delicious.
0: It is very good. Very, very good. good flavor. Can't. Not a connoisseur, so I can't pick out the uh, floral notes <laughs> and the cedary, creamy. <laughs> just delicious is a good word. Yep. <laughs> Got a little bite. Yeah, a little bit. It's good. Good flavor. I just can't put my finger on it. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's um, delicious, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Way to expand on that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to pull something out, but I, yeah, don't have it. Pairs nice with these. Mm Mm-hmm. sun feels so good. You know, you're talking about uh, what Jesus said after resurrection. I was thinking earlier, um, it was just yesterday, somebody had mentioned um, Great Commission, go and make disciples, of all mm-hmm. nations, and and all this. And and I forget what they were talking about with that. Because as soon as they mentioned it. I went to the baptizing them. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And I was thinking. You know. With with religion. We've made that a ritual. Mm-hmm. Which is, is fine. It's a symbolic thing. And, and I get all that. But. Thinking, well, really, what is that beyond the symbolic ritual of it? And the word that came to mind was like immersion. Mm-hmm. To immerse someone into who the Father is. To immerse someone in, in who the Son is. Immerse them Ooh. in who the Spirit is.
1: Think on that while we go into our first break. Yep. And we're back, ready to immerse you in our conversation. Yes, yes.
0: And I haven't even fleshed that out, but to, you know, first of all, you're you're making a disciple, not a convert. Jesus didn't do that. He didn't have people repeat a prayer after him, join the club or whatever. You're showing somebody the their path on the mountain. Hey, mm-hmm. here's your starting point become a disciple a, a person who walks your journey your spiritual journey around this mountain mm-hmm. tying it into every aspect of your life so making a disciple you're you're guiding them to that saying hey here's a path if you walk on this path don't try to run up the mountain don't fall off of it <laughs> just walk your path father is faithful You'll have provision along the way. Hmm. You'll constantly be growing and moving as you go up. You have different views. You'll run into other pilgrims on the way. You know, yeah, that's kind of making the disciple, but then baptizing them. It's like, whew. okay, here's here's who the father is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The father is, you know, we we have earthly fathers, and I know. You know, everybody's had different earthly fathers. We're different earthly fathers. But Jesus even says, you know, you being, you know, all these variants of good or bad, somewhere on the scale of father in different aspects, even y'all know how to do good things mm-hmm. for your kids. And that's your heart, to do good things for your children, with the father even more so. Mm-hmm. And kind of immersing them in who the Father is. And He dwells in you. And He's always with you. And He's never going to forsake you. You know, and all these things. And then immersing them in who the Son is. He showed you the way, He came and lived like you live in the flesh he had to deal with all the flesh things and temptations and all these things and, and this is who the son he's the way mm. he's he's truth and in life you know, immersing them in the holy spirit same thing so he's your comforter he goes before you he, he's always with you he empowers you it's like That's a baptism mm-hmm. that I want <laughs> and that I want to provide for others, not just dunking them. Cool. Yeah. We can dunk, yeah. sprinkle, whatever you want to do as a symbolic ritual. But man, to immerse somebody in the
1: character of God. Mm. The only way to do that is what Jesus did, is walking it out. Mm. You know, I have no wow. idea... Now, I don't know if it was John Maxwell or whoever. It's not what people hear you say. It's what people see you do. Mm -hmm. 100%. When you're walking something out, and I think this is why I had such good rapport with the inmates at the jail I worked at, because I didn't just tell them I respected them. I respected them. Mm-hmm. I know there's plenty of people out there that are like, oh my gosh, how could you do that? Because I'm not looking at them at their current circumstance. I'm not looking at them yeah. at what their choices had brought them to. I'm looking at them as God created them. Their father created them into a perfect creation. Yeah. And they've made choices that that brought them away from him. Mm-hmm. My job's to bring them back to him. Yeah. Period. 100%. How can you how can you do that if you're judging someone's current predicament mm-hmm. circumstance or attitude yeah you you can't no and jesus never did Mm-hmm. even in his rebukes they're out of love because he's trying to mm-hmm. bring them back to truth yeah you know i mean when he appeared before saul he, he was blind <laughs> yeah <clears throat> and he was blind for three days but he sent someone immediately. He was probably blind for three days because that's how long it took. Um, now I'm drawing a blank. I can see the name, but I can't say it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it took him three days to get there. Yeah. And then even his faith, because then Christ comes to him and he's like, hey, go, go talk to this guy Saul and, and tell him these things. And he's like, bro, do you even know what he's done? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know? Okay, cool. I'm going to obey, but I, I just want to make sure you're aware of who this mm-hmm.
1: Joker is. On a rabbit trail here. Uh, if if you people out there haven't watched the Chosen, you need to. Oh my gosh, yes. And for only for if only because of the richness it brings to Scripture. Yeah. Because when I was reading, after the resurrection, Mary's at the tomb, mm-hmm. and Jesus comes and and comes up to her and he's like, "Why are you here? You know, what are you looking for?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, she thinks he's the gardener. Which, if you're a gardener out there, don't feel bad about your your job. I mean, Jesus obviously looked like one. So yeah, but <laughs> she's like, "Oh, just give me the body. I'll take care of it. You know, I'll take it off your hands." And all he says is, "Mary." Mm-hmm. He calls her by name, and boom, she knew who he was. Yeah, and because of the depiction of that—not that moment, but the, the depiction of Jesus calling her by name in the mm-hmm. beginning in that first episode—I just I'm like sitting there like as I'm reading mm-hmm. you know because it's brought something to life for me that I don't think I would have I won't I don't I just don't know if I'd have had that richness yeah in the understanding of uh, especially the way they depict it but her being called by name but that's what he does for all of us yeah calls each and w- each and every one of us by name
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and it's just awesome um, yeah like I said that was a complete rabbit trail well, but religion
0: judges. Mm. In the jail, out on the street, whatever. Religion is going to judge that person. Mm-hmm. Any, All of us. We're going to judge ourselves. Religion always judges. Jesus, what was said of him, he was a friend of sinners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't, that's why I don't get the whole, well, nothing uh, unholy can be in God's presence a- and things like that, even though I used to say it, believe it, but rethinking it now. And like we've said, I mean, most all of my doctrine is on the table. I mean, that's what another rabbit trail. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what deconstruction for me means. I mean, different things to different people. It's not a movement or whatever it doesn't need a leader (laughs) but deconstruction to me is i'm putting all of my doctrine on the table re-examining everything i'm deconstructing it like i would any piece of equipment and saying you know what this part of this device doesn't work Mm. that that doesn't work with scripture doesn't work with who jesus was none of that so i'm going to reassemble this doctrine taking out the things that i don't think work anymore
1: well and it's it's taking it all to the table of the father and being like all right dad this is what i have (laughs) from my journey Mm -hmm. i'm not sure about these things yeah these things i got it Mm -hmm. you've reaffirmed it you've talked to me about it we've talked together about it i got these things Mm -hmm. these things don't resonate with me now because of where you've brought me to yeah so now what were what did what was your original intent what was your commander's yeah, right. intent mm-hmm. on these things yeah and i mean if you if listeners out there are like what are you guys doing you can't be doing this you're going to get led away it only took four to seven years for the church to get to get astray to where paul comes in and starts rebuking people <laughs> right we're at two thousand and change if you don't think that we've been led away, because that's all the the enemy does, the devil, mm-hmm. is pervert truth, then, I mean, I, I'm not going to judge you, but I don't know how you think that's possible.
0: Right, right.
1: Because we've, for the longest time, not had a good relationship with the Father. And even if we do, we're not allowed to operate in it. We're not even allowed to operate within our relationship because if I go to my pastor and say, um, you know, hey, John, Pastor John Smith, and if there is one out there, I'm sorry, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> you know, um, this is what I've been getting. And he's like, no, 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 no. And, and then, you know, you're like, oh, hmm, I must have heard it wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you didn't. No. He's just not hearing it at all. Or right. he's he's afraid of it, like yeah. we've talked about, because it doesn't work. Be- mm-hmm. Because we don't understand it truly.
0: Yeah. Understand the expansive correctly and clearly.
1: And I'm not saying leave your church and go off on a tangent of, of self-discovery and, and self-fulfillment. No, you have to have like-minded individuals to bounce your ideas, bounce mm-hmm. what you're hearing, bounce your revelations off of. And confirm it in, in Scripture. Everything will always be confirmed in Scripture.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It may be a new revelation, a new way of seeing a piece of Scripture, but that's okay because it's confirmed there. Mm-hmm. Always. But you got to, ironing, shar- sharpening iron is two individuals or more coming together and talking about their walk.
0: Mm-hmm
1: as as we've done a multitude of times hey this is what I got yeah. oh my goodness and then I tell you what I heard and then in the moment you're getting revelation off of what I heard and then you're sharing it and I'm like oh my goodness yeah and that would never happen if I just sat in church again there's nothing wrong with going to church but if I just sat there listened tried yeah. to apply it but then again for, 40 hours a week I'm working mm-hmm. or was <laughs> 1 to 3 hours a week you're going to church you might go to a youth group. You might go to a small group. But how much time are you actually spending meditating, talking with, uh, conversing with the Father? Mm-hmm. How much of your daily life are you doing that? Yeah. Because the enemy, especially people that work for him, man, that's all they do. Yep. All they, they're consumed with it. You know, if we could just be consumed, immersed in our relationship with the Father Yeah. and the Son... And the whole, and Holy Spirit, who's our helper, how much more could we be doing?
0: Exactly. And, and it's so simple, too, because it's, you know, the, the, if you have a scale of, okay, here I am, and, and here's Jesus. Am I looking more like him? Do I have a better relationship with him? Am I looking less like him? Do I have a, a more distant relationship with him? Hmm. It's so easy to tell. On the scale, and, and and going through some deconstruction or whatever, putting my doctrine out there, uh, getting a much richer, I didn't. I didn't even have a meditation practice before. Yeah, had a quiet time that wasn't quiet because I was studying scripture. Not a bad thing, but it wasn't meditation practice. Yeah, and it wasn't quiet because <laughs> I was doing all the talking or whatever. Yeah. Again, not that it's a bad thing, but I didn't have a meditation practice. But now, since putting my doctrine on the table, -hmm. deconstructing a lot of doctrines, and entering into a, a growing meditation practice, I'm clearly closer to him. Yeah. and I'm looking more like Jesus. I'm closer to the Father. I'm hearing the Holy Spirit clearer and easier and it it's it's an easy conversation all the time mm-hmm. It's like so clearly I'm not falling away if I'm moving closer to him every day so it's, it's so
1: easy to tell I don't it, people are scared of it but it's nothing to be scared of. Well Paul talks about that you know getting off the milk and onto the meat. Mm-hmm. you know a grown mature believer follower mm-hmm. they know the meat and they know the milk and they know the difference they yeah. know what's good yep. because we have discernment mm-hmm. but going off what you just said about meditation uh, i don't know if my my internet's so trashy right now i don't know if my comment on your post uh, came across but about meditation john maxwell uh, mm. has a saying of Prayer is his time when he speaks to God. Meditation is the time he sits quiet and listens to God. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's such a beautiful way of putting it.
0: So simple.
1: And then he had another, um, I believe it's his quote. I don't think he's quoting someone else. But, you know, our talents are God's gift to us. Us using our talents are our gift to him. Hmm. Yeah, and it's funny because there's two two times this week, this past week, um, <clears throat> that I was I was kind of hit with, you know, what are, what are you doing? In the sense of one was a, a radio guy talking about the parable of the talents, and how are you know are you giving God His return on what He's given you? And then mm. John hits it you know in his manner of you know our gift to to god our gift back to him is us utilizing those talents he gave us Mm. and both of those things hit me i'm like man am i Mm. you know i'm a creative person i i could do a lot of different things i don't know if y'all can hear that but it's trash day apparently up here so (laughs) yeah going uphill right there (laughs) yeah that old (laughs) diesel's working come on work it but you know, am I utilizing the talents that the father gave me? And now I think I am, you mm-hmm. know, with what we're moving towards mm-hmm. and with what I'm doing for work. I'm like, this is, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, my, my wife told me, she's like, I know you love what you're doing because you take pictures of it. <laughs> the only thing you take pictures of is food because I love to cook. <laughs> and that'll be a segment here. Eventually a little <laughs> sidebar, you know, yep. uh, feed on the channel. <laughs> But you know, and some of my friends and one of my old corporals would always talk trash, because you yeah, know you take pictures of food. I'm like, no, I take pictures of my food, food mm-hmm. I create. Not, I don't go to right. a restaurant and take pictures of somebody else's food. Yeah, it's, I take photos of my food it's because it's w- my creative outlet. Yeah, it's it's beautiful and delicious. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's ugly delicious. That's a thing. But <laughs> you know, both of those things within you know seven days of each other. Have really been, are you doing this? And I'm like, well, now I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, the, what you know, what would you attempt yeah. if you knew you couldn't fail? A podcast to reach millions of people worldwide so that we could start a ministry that goes out and, and helps and changes lives and shows the love of Christ mm-hmm. and that who the looks, Father actually is.
0: Yeah, that looks like Jesus.
1: Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah. And that's what we're doing.
0: Which is totally that, uh, reading it again, uh, Miyamoto, Musashi, Musashi. Um, making the steadfast your foundation Mm -hmm. God is love that's our foundation Mm -hmm. making the steadfast your foundation making the the way of peace now I'm forgetting it Mm -hmm. (laughs) making let's see what was that make the uh Steadfast your foundation.
1: Make the way of peace your straightforward?
0: No. No. That was good, but the uh truth your way. Make truth your way. Yep. Just like, I'm just gonna pull it up. Yep. <laughs> Cause I have it right here. But that just speaks more and more to that all the time. Why do you not recognize my face? Make the straightforward your foundation, make the heart of truth your way, and understand the
1: expansive correctly and clearly. That's what? Understand the Father correctly and clearly? Mm -hmm. Because He is the expansive. He is the 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 expansive.
0: And, and and all the, you know, it comes down to l- looking like Jesus looked. And right now, I don't. Be honest with where you are. And it, until I understand the expansive clearly, and I take that as every time. I lay hands on somebody they're healed every time that I mean, here's not a not I mean stuff you can freaking see right now mm-hmm here's a blind person boom <laughs> now they're not blind and
1: it's so funny in culture of honor and Danny Silk hits on this very specifically when he's he's talking about the way that the church is um, currently constructed and why Bethel has something different going on because they're working under the fivefold ministry, which don't ask me to explain it, but uh, working under the way that Jesus laid it out with apostles, prophets, hmm. preachers, teachers, um, evangelists, people of works, and why that when you when you operate the body appropriately, it works better. It mm-hmm. will. It works right. Yeah, and how for the longest time he's like, you know, head pastors. He's like, what's a what's a head pastor? Pastors aren't even listed in the fivefold ministry. <laughs> so and yeah. then how do you quantify who's the head of one of a uh, of yeah. an operation that doesn't even exist? Yeah. And that's what the church has been going under. Making crap up, <clears throat> making stuff up. And so you know, and and he's not judging anyone, he's just laying it out as it is and it's like, you know, teachers are teachers of the word mm-hmm. and the word is the most important thing to them which is good because that's their operation mm-hmm. but without the others to align themselves with it you go off on a band a bad tangent and you make scripture the end all be all and then you end up bringing yourself back into the law which mm-hmm. is nullifying what christ's sacrifice was for in the first place <clears throat> yep and so he's you know he's talking about that of you know where the church has kind of gone astray and he's like, (laughs) and this is kind of how I feel about apologetics. I think apologetics are awesome for Christians. I think it's Mm -hmm. awesome for a Christian to know the history um, and, and the truth of all these different things, how you can biologically scientifically prove like the, the patterns of evidence series. Awesome to show that actual tangible things, um, there's a, a movie or a film, The Water's Cleaved, and he's a you know, a Christian scientist who shows in nature, in science, that proves different things like the flood and all these different stuff. Apologetics is awesome for Christians because it just bolsters your faith of like, man, this is so neat. Sure. You know, it's like American history or world history. Mm. It's cool to know what's happened. Right. In truth. But Danny goes on, it's like you don't need to quantify anything. If when you just lay hands on somebody and they're healed. Yeah. Right. Signs and wonders yeah. quantify everything you're talking about and everything you believe mm-hmm. because it happens. Yeah. It's like we don't need to explain anything mm-hmm. when you heal the sick.
0: Exactly.
1: When Jesus went up and, and laid hands on, hugged, however he did it, the leper and he was healed and cleansed, he didn't need to he didn't need to talk about himself and who he was. Yeah. Yeah, His actions showed who he was. Mm-hmm. Again, actions speak louder than words.
0: Exactly. All
1: the time. And it's just so simple. Yeah. But so difficult because right now I can't do that. Well, right. I, I can do it. I just haven't. Right. You know, laying hands on the sick and healing them. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the mangled you know, palsied individual, you know, whose body is twisted and broken, mm-hmm. you know, I want, I want that. I want to walk up yes. and just yep. love on him, and for everything to crackle and pop and change and grow yep. into this beautiful person that was meant to be. Yep. I won't have to, I won't have to tell them mm-hmm. about how, you know, 3000, 2000 years ago, they wrote this and we've found yeah. these things that confirm those things. And you can go and look at this by all... And I don't have it's, to do any of that.
0: Yeah, it's like, who cares? I'm I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. Fix this hurt.
1: <laughs> and, and and through that, guess what? If they weren't a believer,
0: they are now. Yeah.
1: They're going to want a relationship. Heck, yeah. And and whether... I don't know if this is the right word. They're going to be indebted to the relationship. Because mm-hmm. they're going to be like, my God, look what you have done. In a good way.
0: Boy, that's baptism. They've just, at that moment of healing, mm. have been... Immersed in who the Father is, who the Son is, who the Holy Spirit is, because mm-hmm. it's the Father's intent for good things for them. Because mm-hmm. what are they thinking? Born with some, you know, sickness that is that becomes their
1: life—cerebral
0: mm-hmm. palsy or you know any of these things that are like you know these. Massive, catastrophic, if you will, yeah diseases or whatever, you know now they know that, yeah, got Father Israel, and he loves them mm-hmm. the son did this, and now there's other sons of God that are walking around, sons and daughters that are doing the same thing, and they're using the power of the Holy Spirit to do it, mm-hmm. it's like, heck, yeah, you just got baptized,
1: <laughs> they're using the power that is completely withheld within them because God is not just in us and through us but we're a part of him mm-hmm. when, when when we are saved our spirits are changed and sealed with his seal mm-hmm. go back and go up and look up what a king's signet ring means what his seal means if if in the olden times a king gave you a letter and sealed it, sealed it with his signet that letter and now you Walked with his authority.
0: hmm Yeah.
1: His full authority. And he, he gave us the perfect example in Joseph and Pharaoh. He was second only to Pharaoh. Yeah. He had his the Pharaoh's full authority. The only veto power, power was the Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he didn't walk around saying, you know, when he walked into a room, they didn't go, who are you? Right. Because he bore the king's ring. Yeah. They'd show yeah. up and he'd show up and they'd be like, uh, yes, sir, what do you need? Mm-hmm. They didn't be like, well, did you ask Pharaoh? Did you ask in Pharaoh's name to do this? (laughs) No, he just showed up and did Did it. Did you
0: tag that on the end of your prayer? In Pharaoh's name. (laughs) In Pharaoh's name.
1: Because he knew his authority. Yeah, yeah. And that's a beautiful example that we have that's Mm -hmm. clear as day as to what we now have. We are not the king. We are not the creator of the universe. Yeah. But we walk with his full authority Mm -hmm. and we're part of him now.
0: I, why is anyone, Why was I ever afraid to throw my doctrine on the table? Some of it was good and some of it was right. But until I'm walking 100% mm-hmm. in this, the way Jesus walked, the way he clearly multiple times told the 12 and us to walk in this power and authority, until I'm doing that 100%, everything is on the table Mm -hmm. and I will look at every truth that anyone has found across the world and through time and bringing that back around so that I can find my sweet spot And and that so I can find my sweet spot like the heavens everything has its place everything is rotating around, each celestial celestial body has its sweet spot, mm-hmm. its orbit, its rotation, everything can be timed, and it has been for however long this has been spinning, in the same way as it is in heaven, let it be on earth, that we all find our sweet spot. Mm. Because you don't find your sweet spot and you're moving around and then you're bumping into somebody, bumping into another celestial body, you're causing damage, causing hurt, causing pain, everything's out of order. But if everybody's in their sweet spot, mm-hmm. everything's just clocking off.
1: You always bring us into the best like thought <laughs> thought provoking breaks. I saw your watch there and I was like, okay, I gotta wrap this
0: thought up real quick. <laughs> let her rip chip all right well, we let it rip and we're back mm. yeah and that goes with I think it's John 17 where it says eternal life is this that they know the father to be immersed in baptized in the father that they know the father that's eternal life
1: what were you what did you just post about about the kingdom kingdom is mm. actually <laughs> <clears throat> the kingdom of heaven is actually being mm. um knowing the father that was what I was the one I commented on yeah yeah how is that worded
0: the link will be in the post
1: yeah we'll we'll figure it out eventually guys <laughs> gals people's yeah i it is, and it's, it's just... Because in that one, it was in the Aramaic. The kingdom of heaven has come.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That the word, the, the kingdom, everybody, just like the Jews, when Christ, you know, they were waiting for the Messiah to come and destroy the Romans. And right. a warrior, and a battle, and all these things. They had this perception, this doctrine, that was completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Because Christ came to love and show love and and show us who the Father is, which is love. Mm hmm Their doctrine was wrong.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And then our doctrine, some of it, not the vast majority of it, may not be wrong, but it's not truth. Right. It's partial. Yeah. But in in this specific instance, I think what your, your post was showing, there was that the word kingdom was actually just being immersed in knowing the father and exactly. it's, it's not like the kingdom of heaven as we think of it mhm it's something different right and and this is again when when you're walking your path when you're getting these new revelations that you've never heard before it's confirmed in the word it's mm-hmm. confirmed in the scripture right and but th- it may be a
0: different take a, a different take on it yeah and and some of this you know, a, a lot of it, the New Testament's written in Aramaic. And how many people study the Aramaic and have a good understanding of it? Not many. We've studied the Greek, which is not what most of it was written in. Yeah. It is what it, I mean, you can find things to prove either way. But yeah, and that, the Aramaic on the kingdom was talking about his advice and counsel. Yeah. And then his kingdom come that's what it was is actualizing that counsel putting that counsel and advice into practice that's his kingdom come not that you know more people are going to be going to church Mm -hmm. the institution and more people are going to vote Republican or whatever your bent is it's yeah that's that's not the the uh, awakening And and, and that's not his kingdom coming. Yeah. It's knowing his advice and counsel because the kingdom of heaven is within us and we have his advice and counsel and then it coming is actualizing that, putting that into practice.
1: It's like we've, we've talked about in the past that revelation I got of the movie Gladiator. You have the the actual son of Caesar Mm. who doesn't know his father's heart at all.
0: Yeah. He wasn't baptized in his father. He
1: was not baptized in his father. He did not know his... his, He did not have the actualization of his counsel. Mm -hmm. And then you have Mm. um, Maximus Aurelius who's not his son. He's a general who leads his armies. And he wants to give his title and his everything to this man. Mm -hmm. And of course, this man doesn't want that. He just wants to go back to his wife and family. Yeah. But it's a man that understood, in this example, his father's heart. He understood his commander's intent. Mm -hmm. And so naturally, he wanted to give his kingdom to this man who understood him and what he was going for. When you have his biological son... Who doesn't know his dad at all? You know, I think most Christians and believers today—and I say this of myself up until really very recently—because yeah. I was somewhere in the middle, where I, you know I didn't understand my my father's intent completely. I wasn't as bad as the son who didn't understand it at all, mm-hmm. but I was somewhere in that that middle ground, and i you know I'm trying to get to that Maximus Aurelius understanding of my commander's intent my father's heart yeah so where i can then usher in the kingdom of heaven here on earth Mm-hmm. which would look like exactly what jesus did and greater
0: yeah Yep. yeah <laughs> and greater
1: and it's just i just want to do what he wants me to do mm-hmm and I'm telling you, people out there, you can be doing two things at once. Yep. <laughs> For sure. You can be good doing exactly the will of the Father and exactly stupid at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. Pulling some.
1: Most of us, are, and all of us are. You know, some to greater effect than yeah. others. But it doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've done. It matters who are you right now. hmm And who are you right now? Who are you choosing to be is going to shape who you are tomorrow. You know, your your little actions now are going to shape the greater things you do in the future. All we're doing is drinking whiskey and smoking cigars and talking. Right. And that's going to shape our future and hopefully millions of other people's futures. Yep. You know, we have this grand vision of millions of dollars flowing through us to the point where it's like, we run into that moment, that, that, that God moment, of somebody needs, you know, somebody's about to lose their house. Eh, no problem. Pay it off. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Go to a Tibetan mountain village and talk to a monk who's a truth seeker. What do y'all need? A sawmill? Okay. How much does that cost? Two hundred and fifty whatever. Sure, we got that. Mm-hmm. What is your local church? You know, what is your local business? Mm-hmm. What do y'all need? You know, what does the local yeah. mosque in my town need?
0: Yeah, because this is all people, all They're children of God. God's children on a path. And who of us have not been arrested by something?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Been arrested by our careers or been arrested by religion, been arrested by our culture in some way. But one constant is. I mean, you know, what's That gonna, we're all his children.
1: You know what's going to open up a conversation <laughs> with an imam? If somebody vandalizes his place and the group of Christians come in and say, Let me help you, brother. Yeah. Let me pay for it. No strings attached. Mm-hmm. He may not talk to you that day, but he, he might come back. Mm-hmm. Why? Because love. Yeah. Love opens up... Lo- it is lo- so simple.
0: My gosh. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> it's and I'm say that in a frustrated tone to myself Mm. it is so simple we just love on people thank you Jesus for showing us the way the way to do that this is how you do it you don't put any conditions on people you don't have to join my club yeah called Christianity or anything else no, it's about immersing someone in who the Father is, the Son and the Holy Spirit.
1: I mean, even even the title of Christian, which is Christ-like, still separates me from the truth. Yeah. I'm not Christ-like. I am the Anointed One.
0: Right. Christ in us, the hope of glory.
1: Thank you, Paul. I've been made exactly like him I'm not just like him I am him mm-hmm. <laughs> he's in me he's through me so even the title Christian separates gives me a small but very tangible wall of separation yeah. it creates a us and them mm-hmm. an us and him
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. us and him instead of us in him through him we yeah. are him we yeah. are the anointed ones on earth now today yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean and that and that, again it's, frustration it's, with myself because i say it and i'm like i sound stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but i mean you no, laying your hands on somebody and them being healed sounds stupid it sounds supernatural
0: mm-hmm. but it will be very soon We'll be operating in this, what we're supposed to be operating in, 100% of the time.
1: And I mean, that doesn't mean it's going to work 100% of the time, because even Jesus, it didn't work every time because there was people that didn't believe. There's, you know, people that couldn't get fully healed because of, you know, their pers- observed reality.
0: Mm-hmm. That, oh, you were just this kid in our village, yep. you know, whatever. We know who you are. But it can't be a, we, I think we use it too easily as an excuse.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Like, we'll see, you know...
1: I'm still it's, operating it's, at 90%, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. if, 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 if 10 out of every 100 people I lay mm-hmm. my hands on don't get healed... I'm going to say that's their fault. <laughs> but right now, if 100% of the people I lay my hands on don't get healed, I'm going to say that's my fault. I'm going right. to take ownership of yeah. what I don't understand, but yeah. I'm not operating in well,
0: mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah,
1: And, you know, going back to what you were just saying, you know, oh, you're just this person's son. You know, as as the father spoke to me more and more, it was hard to talk about it, especially where my previous you know employment was because there's so many st- just staggering giants of people in 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 the word in knowledge in scripture and in, in actual practice and when i'm talking to some of these people who are instructors of certain things at first it's like why what what what, would I, what am i going to tell this person that they mm-hmm. don't know yeah and then when i actually started talking about certain things that the father was talking to me about Man they're looking at me like, I look at Jesus when he's talking to me, <laughs> and they're like, "Man, that's good
0: mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was good i'm I'm surprised you thought yeah. it was good because it was revelation straight from the Father exactly, you know, he's no respecter of men it doesn't it, whoever <laughs> yeah, whoever's listening, man, he's willing to talk to you, yeah, so it's like if you got something, mm-hmm. start talking about it, get and quiet with him, and yeah. And, he, and you're going to find other people, like we found each other, that are hearing things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not, not hearing things, but hearing things. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it feels like hearing things. Right. And well, yeah. Don't be afraid, because in, even if you're wrong, say you heard it wrong. When, you're sharp, when you are with your group of, of truth seekers, of believers, of true followers, of the Father, they're going to look at you and be like, mm, I don't know about that one hmm let's let's dig into that yeah and they're the ones that are going to keep you on meat instead of milk because mm-hmm. you're not going to be afraid to be like this is the revelation i'm getting yeah and they're going to either resound with you or resonate with you mm-hmm. or not and yeah. if they don't and you guys dig into it and you're like hmm nice try not today satan that was that was good you almost had yeah. me <laughs> But that's why, yeah, don't, don't do it on your own. If you find, you know, if, it's, if your church group is awesome, your small group is awesome, your AA meeting is awesome, whatever, then do that. Mm-hmm. But find people. And if yeah. it's not at your church, it doesn't mean stop going to church. It means you still need to find somebody mm-hmm. somewhere that you can operate within this. Yeah. And, and, and sharpen yourself amongst each other. Right. I mean, that's kind of the formula.
0: Get you a good practice, a good meditation practice of whatever, how how you're listening. How you're hearing from the Father the best. Mm -hmm. Whatever that practice is and mind changes. And we need to do an episode on that. Just talking about, you know, what's your method? What's my method? I've heard from this person, that person. And there's some people like the freaking Buddhists that... They got it down pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So learn from them. And then adjust and, and make your own practice out of it. But if you've got a good meditation practice where you're hearing the Father, getting counsel from the Holy Spirit, and it's drawing you closer to looking like Jesus and walking like he walked, and then two-step program. Do that practice and get with somebody else, where, like you were saying, and cut this back and forth. And it's, oh, you heard that, and I heard, oh, and then that's, Mm -hmm. you know, let's continue to build this. That's just going to accelerate this awakening like crazy. And that's why we need the church, as in me and you.
1: Yep. Whatever that church is to you. Yeah. I mean, that was like a a word that he gave me. I'm trying to remember if I I was on my way home and praying in the spirit listening to worship that's my thing hmm. and i got a word or a small phrase you're a lightning rod i'm like that's cool what does that mean <laughs> but i just kept meditating on those words mm-hmm. and it's, you're a lightning rod wo- you're a lightning rod a highly conductive conduit for the father's heavenly presence and power to flow into all the earth and i got an image of a spear stuck into a hilltop and a lightning bolt striking it. And I'm like, well, that's awesome. Mm. And I kept meditating on it. And the last bit was cast off the fear of insulation. Hmm. Because the insulated rod can't conduct. Yeah. If it was insulated, it's not going to get struck. Mm-hmm. It can't, it can't, the, the power can't get to it to flow through it. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> And that's a word for everyone. We're all lightning rods. Yeah. We're, you know, we we need to sharpen each other so that we can get drove, driven deeply into the earth and become highly conductive conduits for his heavenly presence and power. And that's part of my, I don't do a morning prayer. It's a morning Thanksgiving where I'm just thankful for all the different things that he's done, he's doing, and he's going to do. And part of that is, you know, thank you for making me. Thank you that I am. And and my prayers change as I get understanding because it's not just that he made me, but that I am, uh, that I am this thing Mm -hmm. and I'm operating in it, that I'm a highly conductive conduit for his heavenly presence and power to flow into all the earth, that the atmosphere around me is tangibly different than this world, Mm -hmm. that I'm in it, but I'm not of it. Mm -hmm. That when people pass by me, they feel a difference in the atmosphere around me. Mm Mm-hmm. That he flows through me so fully Mm -hmm. that signs and wonders will follow. Yeah. I pass by someone and their shoulder stops hurting. And I don't even know. Right. Just like the apostles' uh, shadow.
0: Mm -hmm. People
1: are healed by their shadow passing by. You know, what is it? uh, Peter and someone, you know, the guy asking for alms, silver and gold I have none, but what Mm -hmm. I do have, I give unto thee. What I have, I Mm -hmm. give unto thee. In Jesus Christ's name, pick up your bed and walk. Yeah. You know, and I think that we've quantified the, we have attached the, in Jesus Christ's name, to the, (laughs) that we have to justify our words by his actions. But in, in the revelation I was getting, and this was months ago, and I think I got this and we talked about it, was, they weren't saying it for their words to get power. They were saying it to raise faith in that man. Cause he's heard, you've probably heard of Jesus. And so he's like, Oh, this is a follower of, of Christ, the Messiah mm-hmm. who's he- healed thousands of people. He's one of their disciples. These guys are yeah. his disciples. So they were saying it for his sake, not, not to make their words have power. They said, what I have, I give unto thee. And I'm operating under his authority because he made it possible for me to do this. Yeah. You know, but we've taken that into, well, we got to, we got to tack this on at the end or there's no power in it. Right. You know, the, the guys, the sorcerers essentially that were operating and the demons were like, oh, I know Christ and I know Paul. I don't know you. Yeah. And then they got jacked up because they didn't know who they were. Exactly. They were trying to operate under an authority that they didn't have. Mm-hmm. Well, if 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 you're a believer and you're saved, you have you've been sealed. You have that authority yeah. to operate in. Yeah. And I think what you're going to be judged in is how you operated in your authority.
0: Yep. You know, you talk about it being a lightning rod, and emanating that that power. You know, this is one of those things of. Look at every truth seeker around the world. I okay, mean, what did. I don't even know how to. New Age people, maybe, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Energy. Well, what is being a lightning rod for the power of God if that's not energy? Yep. What is, you know, walking by and someone's shoulder is healed and you don't even know about it? Or your shadow casting on someone like the disciples and then being healed? Or the woman
1: it, with the issue of blood who touched his robe and yeah, he felt the power.
0: Felt the energy go out. It's, it's words. Don't get wrapped up in the words. Seek the it's truth. truth. Seek truth. Mm.
1: Seek truth. truth. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to start editing a tally. just pops up on the screen for how many times we ash on ourselves (laughs) (laughs) you know it's funny
0: i was watching uh, uh, an episode of uh, cigars daily i didn't know they had a website so may start ordering from there Um, that guy i I don't even remember his name but we'll put it in the link uh, in the description but uh, (laughs) at the very end of it and i'm watching him through this whole thing and he's taking puffs here and there. And it's like, man, he's got a big ash going. (laughs) And in the bloopers at the very end, he's bam. It's like, oh, my gosh, I'm doing a cigar show. And I just ashed myself right in the middle of it. (laughs) Cut that out. (laughs) Yeah, Even professionals ash themselves. That's right. Don't feel bad. No, I don't. Good.
1: No condemnation here. No, nope. I live in freedom. We're
0: not religious anymore. <laughs> yeah, I just saw the definition for that today. Religious? Yeah, uh, religion. Um, from the Latin, it's to re, to do again. Um, what was it? To bond or tie? Bind or tie? To re-tie or to re-bind? Hmm.
1: The hell with that. I don't. I don't want. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he. He died so I would be unbound. Unbound. Free. Free sons and daughters. Yeah.
0: Children of light. And yes, we know James one twenty seven. but that says a true religion is this, to care for the orphans and widows and those in distress. That is the true religion in, in, in that sense, but but yeah a, a regular religion to retie rebind skip that to put in bondage again would be my
1: translation is that the new kens translation the new kens yeah
0: the <laughs> nkv N- new kens
1: version Ken version nkt <laughs> just a tad more oh good I didn't want to look I'm the one I'm the one that always repours, so I was you know trying and to is avoid it a, a screw top or no just pop it to it's pop it's top. plastic at the, the Did pace. you calling me weak? Yeah. There it is. Wow. It's that, that it's got like an O ring at the top of the glass. That's nice. It's writ right? Wood,
0: glass and rubber Yeah? That. Yeah.
1: I've decided I'm going to start keeping, well, I've been keeping, but I'm going to when we get our studio built, I'm going to have every bottle and underneath on the shelf under it, it's going to be the episode.
0: <laughs> that it, Not that, it, that we finish one every episode. No, but. God no. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> no, this is, and this is definitely a sipping
0: mm-hmm. bourbon.
1: All of the ones we've we've had have been really good to sip on. Some mm-hmm. of them, some had as the oh, uh, things the lady at the local liquor store called it a cowboy bite that 291 mm-hmm. that one had a had a cowboy bite to it this one's a little smoother and it was funny. Yeah. earlier you were in something really deep so i didn't want to break into to bourbon talk but i actually got the hint of the coffee as i like inhaled as i took a sip ah, so it go. was more in the aroma than it is in the flavor mm. for me anyways my unrefined uncultured swine palate <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mm. What a beautiful day. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it, love it.
1: I don't think we've... We've talked about this. I don't think we've talked about it on air. For all the people out there that are listening... Like, oh, you guys repeat stuff. You guys don't really have a topic. We're getting developed, and we will have topic yeah. topic talks. Maybe that's what we'll call it. I don't know. But I, I think, well, I know we're in agreement that we we try and sit down and let Holy Spirit guide us through conversation. Mm-hmm. And if things get rebrought up, like walking our mountain path, well, then it's obviously important. Maybe you should take note. You know, yep. I know I need to um, let him guide us through these conversations. And obviously, what we're going through in life, what we've done in the past week or however long it's been. Usually, we're pretty good about filming once a week. You know, we're letting him guide us through these conversations. So bear with us as, as we're obviously new to this, um, and we're still just like you. We're we're working these things out. Yeah. We're we're the only thing that I think we know. It's who the Father is, who the Son is, who the Holy Spirit is, and that we're seeking all the truth He has for us in all things. Absolutely. Which has caused us to, to put our doctrine on the table. Is caused us to you know, question everything, if you will, but not in a, is this true? No, in the grand scheme of things, what's going to get you saved is knowing who, who your brother, Jesus Christ, is, and was what he did for you, mm-hmm. believing in it and understanding now from that point forward, what your position is in the universe, in the universe, mm-hmm. which is a child of God, a son or daughter of light, a perfect creation who has access to all things. Yeah. And not, not just so that you can be fulfilled, but so ultimately that you can fulfill others. And in doing so, your needs were, will be more than met. Yeah. You know, it's, you're not doing things to get things. You're doing things to give things, but you can't have anything to give if he's not giving it to you. Yeah. And he's given us all things to give to others. Yeah. Set all the religious BS aside. You know, if, if I'm a highly conductive conduit, I'm not where the power comes from. I'm where the power flows through. The power comes from the Father, but he's given it. We need to uninsulate ourselves cast off fear so that Mm -hmm. that power can flow through us. And that power is all all things. So that's finances. You're going to be successful if you're not, if you are, you're going to be more successful and the more you serve and give others, the more conductive you are, the more that those things are going to flow through you. And as that finances, it flows through you. It goes into your bank account into somebody else's,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, That that healing, it's going to flow through you, and it's going to go into someone else. Yep. We'll have to hit on that another time about how I rubbed my my own shoulders spiritually. Yeah. (laughs) But oh yeah, that's
0: that's huge. That'll be a full episode.
1: Yeah. But that is. The most important thing because it all again all ties into who you are your identity Mm -hmm. because without it you're just swimming in circles yeah you know i was thinking about of course at the tail end here got to tie in thermodynamics (laughs) Uh, isolated system closed system open system you know a stagnant pond is an isolated system yeah Nothing's flowing in, nothing's flowing out. That's good. And you don't want to drink that water. No. You know.
0: You will reap the benefits. <laughs> <laughs> or the consequences. The consequences.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, a, a yeah. pond or a, a, a reservoir, I guess uh, not a reservoir, but, you know, a, a pond that, that has an inlet. It, it can have good water, but depending mm-hmm. on the size of the pond, you still you, there's some things in there you may not want to consume. Right. But a river that's flowing just freely... Yep. My uh, timer was not accurate. That cut us off right at the end there. Point being, mm-hmm. <laughs> to wrap all this up, that, or a spring you know, yeah. of living water, that's that's your most pure point of consumption. Right. But yeah. currently, I think the church went from a, a stagnant pond or pool, a, clo- or a isolated system, and they moved into where they were, uh, we've moved into where we're a closed system, where, a, you know, water flows in but nothing flows out, And we're moving into an open system where that spring of living water is going to be coming out of all of us. It should be coming out of all of us as it came out of Christ.
0: Right. And there's something unsettling to that even though a river is is beautiful. But that's where you get the clean water. But in a river, it's always changing. Mm -hmm. Whoever it was that said that you don't you can never step in the same river twice Hmm. one you're different you've you're a different person each time you step into it because we're in a constant state of growth but also the river is constantly different and how often does a river it swells during flood season during rainy season april's or whatever a river will swell It'll shrink back down in the dry times. It'll change route. Sometimes it'll cut a new path. It's always cutting the the sides and expanding. Boy, there's a lot to a a river, but that's where you get the fresh water, but it's it can be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. A pond is comfortable. Everything's settled. Everything tomorrow is going to be the same way it is today. Mm -hmm. Same way it was yesterday.
1: Rapids can be terrifying.
0: They but can floating be on a pond. Dangerous.
1: It feels so good. Yeah. So easy. But what good ever came out of comfort? Mm-mm. And with that I think we'll let you ponder on that, meditate on that.
0: Yep. Got a little bit left here.
1: John Maxwell says the law of the rubber band. Mm. Mm-hmm. Tension. bring yourself to a point of tension discomfort so that you can grow which is what
0: putting doctrines aside is but it doesn't take very long to be very comforted by okay I can put my doctrine of hell eternal conscious torment I can put that on the table that's okay let's rediscover what this is I mean, that's, you know, even significant doctrines like that. Let's put them out there.
1: We can can put all that aside. Jesus didn't get converts by preaching on hell.
0: No, he didn't.
1: May have talked about it, but that wasn't his main point.
0: And there's some doctrines that you put on the table, and you may pick them up exactly the same way you put them down.
1: I had that right. All right.
0: that (laughs) was (laughs) one. Make the steadfast your foundation. God is love. Everything
1: else on the table. Amen.
0: Or as I like to say, make it so. (laughs) Make it so. All right, peoples. We love you. Rock on, live long, and prosper. (laughs) (laughs) There it is.